Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Let us pray that God will really uh, speak to us and give us the, the light, the revelation. We don't want to, to, to get hate knowledge and put it in a book somewhere, but we want everything that we learn to become our living reality that we practice, and the Holy Spirit will give us the, the strength, the grace, and the power to do what we learn. So let us pray. Father, we ask for the best teacher, the Holy Spirit, to speak into our heart that we will put this into practice. It will become a part of our life, Lord. We will daily walk in your word. We love you. That's why we want to obey your command. We thank you so much, Lord, for teaching your people how to serve you, how to be a good minister of the gospel. We want to be powerful, effective, representative of God on earth in this generation. We thank you, Lord. May Jesus be glorified through our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I just want to remind you about pastoral care because our life is so busy. Each day we have so many things to do and sometimes we are so tired and we forget about taking care of God's people in the church. And it's so important that we are reminded and we put it into practice. And God's people in the church will be healthy, will be strong, will be committed. This kind of work, the pastoral work, cannot be done by only one man. It's impossible. We need a team. And that's the reason why we have care groups. The members can go to care group. And in that care group, all these brother and sister, whether old believers or young believers, will be loved, will be taken care of. If they feel discouraged, they can talk to somebody. Harder for them to backslide or to walk away from the way of God. That's why we, our church depends a lot on the care group system to look after God's people. I cannot take care of everybody in the church myself. It's impossible. I cannot run to every care group. I cannot talk to everybody on Sunday. But actually, I know what's going on because I observe that people show up in the church or not. I know when people don't show up for two or three Sundays, I would know. I, I would start to ask, where is that person? But I cannot go into detail to take care of that person by myself because it's too much to do. I have so many pastors in Thailand to take care of. I have so many things to do in the church. I just got the Skype from Thailand that there are two more churches started this month. I sky back and say, this is overwhelming. So much to handle with a lot of churches and pastors. So I really depend on faithfulness, commitment, and the work of 
brothers and sisters in the church to keep this church healthy and strong without going downhill. We need to help each other. You cannot just push responsibility to me and say, "Oh, he has to take care of it. He, he's a pastor. He's a senior pastor. He he does it." No, we cannot do that. We need to help each other to take care of God's people. Amen. And when I say taking care of God's people, definitely we look from the angle of all ages, the young, the old, the kids, and also we're thinking about non-believers who come to church who don't know God at all, but they are interested in God, and also new believers and old believers. A while ago, I was just teaching. I was making the video recording here. I was reading from the Book of Jude, chapter one, verses five to eight, talking about the children of Israel who knew the truth, and after that, they backslid and they were destroyed in wilderness. And then Jude say that God's people can know the truth, but many years later, they can be deceived by the enemy with false teaching. And they backslide, and this happened again and again in my pastoral work. People who come to church, they look on fire, they come and do well, but one day they just go into YouTube, listen to some kind of weird teaching for a while, and they disappear and go into different things. And this happened everywhere, including in Thailand as well. That's why we need to work hard together to. Get people stay in the kingdom without being deceived by the enemy. The enemy work hard to to put things in the YouTube, so that's why we put things in the YouTube as well. We want to counteract the work of the enemy. We we teach the truth so that people can come and hear the truth, and they will not be deceived by the enemy. I really have a burden that this church will continue to do well, to prosper, to be strong. Our members will love God, on fire for God, and we all will evangelize and get new souls saved. We want to see new people come in, new people get saved and get discipled all the time. But definitely, we need to do together as a team in the church. We cannot do it by ourselves. The care group need to have that mentality. We're gonna take care of God's people very well in our group, and we're gonna try to. Invite people, more people to join in. Either Christian who don't have the church to go, or Christian who look for a new church, or backsliders, or non-believers. On Sunday, we need to have very sensitive eyes to look at people, to really see what's going on, and greet people, reach out, get to know new people, talk to them, invite them. Introduce them to many friends in the church, so that next time, next Sunday, they will come back because they start to have friends. We should not just focus on our own business, but on Sunday it's so important to look around and walk around to really see who is standing there. Maybe I go greet, and not only you greet alone, you bring somebody with you to introduce, so that person will have more friends in the church. We need to be proactive. We need to be more actively getting people safe, getting people join the church. People need to feel that we love them, reach out to them. Amen. We need to work together, and I would like 
you to share this with your team. That's the reason why I record this teaching so that other people in the church can listen as well, not just only in this group. Another thing I'd like to remind all of you: we have so many teachings in the church, all kinds of teaching. Please take the benefit by encouraging the members to listen to those teaching, so that they will be grounded in the teaching, in the good. Principle and good doctrines, they will not be easily deceived. My big concern is that our own members take it for granted and never use the resources that we have in our own church. So many old teaching in the past that if you listen, you're gonna be changed, like the honor of God, or the love of God, or demonology. So many good things that we taught five years ago. Ten years ago, that was recorded, and is in our library. So, please be diligent in listening to the old teaching and get into your mind, so that you will think the same way I think. We can move together in unity. Otherwise, people think different way, and we cannot work together as a team. Amen. Like what I preach on Sunday, that the soldier need to really know direction of the commander. That's why we need to. Get all this teaching into our ear. Listen and educate ourselves. We have the technology. We have the resources that we cannot say excuses at all. The Lord Jesus will say, "You have no excuses. Your pastor provide for you is free, and is there all the time. But you never take advantage or get the benefit out of this series of teaching." Today, I would like to talk about how we care for people. Many of these that I share are very simple. It's just a reminder. We need to remind one another to practice what we learn, and I even still do it now. All these things that I am going to share, I may not be to finish today. Maybe continue next time. But I'm doing it. Pastor Dai is doing it. We are doing it, and I want to pass this on to you, and hopefully you can get this CD. And pass into the care group team. Get everyone listen, or ask them to get into podcast and listen. In John chapter twenty-one, verses fifteen to seventeen. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, "Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this?" He said to him, "Yes, Lord. You know that I loved you." He said to him, "Feed my lambs." He said to him again a second time, "Simon, son of Jonah." It's interesting that Jesus repeated again. He repeated three times, "Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me?" He said to him, "Yes, Lord. You know that I love you." He said to him, "Tend my sheep." He said to him the third time, "Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me?" Peter was grieved. Because he said to him the third time, "Do you love me?" And he said to him, "Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you." Jesus said to him, "Feed my sheep." One of the ways that we show love to Jesus is to love his sheep and take care of his sheep. It's a very practical way. We don't see Jesus. We never met Jesus personally, but he said, 
if you want to take care of me, take care of my sheep. You remember, the Bible says, when you do this to the least of people of mine, you do it to me. And this scripture are burning in my heart. I really want to see the sheep of God taken care of. I admit to you, lately, I struggle a lot. I struggle because I want to go back to be a pastor of 15 members, 20 members, that I can take care of everyone myself. In fact, this morning I woke up early morning before I went to work. I said, Pastor Da, maybe we should go and pioneer a new church in Seattle somewhere. Start all over again. That we can take care of somebody and let the leader here run. I just go out pioneer somewhere else. And we start to train people all over. Because I still love to pastor people and take care of people. But now my job is changed. I cannot take care of people to the personal level that much anymore. Because if I do that, it can hurt the church in some way, somehow. I have so many teaching to prepare, so many churches around the world to take care of, so many pastors to give counseling every day. I got Skype, I got email every single day. I need to plan and to pray. Like the apostle in the early church, they spend time in praying, spend time in writing the lesson, thinking about what I should teach now. So I cannot go down into all the detail in the church any longer. And not only that, I stay here on Sunday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. every Sunday. So by the time I got to Thai service, I am so tired already. And then I preach. And then I stay another two hours after Thai service. Because I need to feed people in Europe by producing, teaching movie. So it's a lot of work. Therefore, if our leaders in this generation, either old leaders from the first generation like Pastor Tyson, Pastor Brenda, start to get lukewarm. Second generation leader like Pastor Jonathan Joanne or Pastor start to lay back and let loose. If the new generation, like some of you here sitting here, don't care about people, you just come and be a consumer. The church is going to suffer. The new people will leave because they sit here for a while. They are not taken care of. They feel lost here. They don't have anybody to look after them. So we need to work as a team together in every care group, helping one another to make sure. And even on Sunday, some people who don't go to care group at all, some people who sit on Sunday here, I know all of them. Some of them don't go to care group at all and still on the edge of the church. They're not in, not out, but they love our church. They come every Sunday. They love it, but they're not in yet. How can we help them to come in and be involved in the care group? Feel belong, feel participate. It's not going to happen only by the Holy Spirit working in their heart alone. The Holy Spirit will work with you too. Therefore, could you please, when we have lunch on Sunday, it's not the time that we will just get together among close peers. We need to spread out to the new people or to the lonely people. 
or to the people who don't look like you. Maybe an Indian man walking or Sri Lankan man walking. Thai people should not hang out together. Chinese hang out together. American hang out together. And that Indian man sit there or Sri Lankan man sit there, get lonely and no one talk to. We should invite them to come and sit with you. If you see two person, husband and wife sitting together by themselves, don't ignore. Go invite them to sit with you. Or your whole group move there or something to talk to them, build friendship, reach out. We have lunch on Sunday for the purpose of not just eating, saving lunch money to go to McDonald's. The purpose of lunch is outreach, building relationship, getting to know new people. Amen. We need to know that the most important thing in the ministry is souls. S O U L S. The reason I work so hard, the reason I spend so much time, all the time, because of souls. Every time I see so backslide, get into wrong teaching, get into trouble. My heart is broken because it's not about the chair, about the carpet. It's about people, about the souls. Because Jesus loves people, we need to help each other to take care of them for Him. Definitely, He asked me to take care of His people for Him, and I cannot do it by myself. I ask you to help me to take care of them for me and for Him. And. I beg you to get this CD and share with everybody in your leadership team because some people are not here today, right now, to listen. How do we take care of them? Acts chapter 15, verse 36. Then, after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, "Let us now go back and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they are doing." Acts 18.23, after he had spent some time there, he departed and went over the region of Galatia and Phrygia in order, strengthening all the disciples. Paul, led by the Spirit of God, to do the pastoral work of visitation. We need to visit people. We may visit people in the hospital, visit people at home, visit people in coffee shop. Visit people while going out together to play tennis. Visit people while we having lunch time here. If you notice, every Sunday or lunch time, I'm not sitting down eating lunch. I walk around the whole building. I try to visit people as much as I can. I am not concerned about eating at all. I'm concerned about how this life can be touched. Because to me, church life is not about party. Church life is about the life and death. Life and death. Why I lay hand so long? Because life and death. Last Sunday, one of our sister brought a Taiwanese sister to me, who got depressed and tried to commit suicide. It was not successful. She came to our church. I cast out many demons out of her. I don't mind if I miss lunch to save her from death here, because life and death. 
if you can reach out, visit people so that they will not backslide, they will not go back into the world and go to hell, or they come in and they become strong believer like you, disciple them. They can reach out to more people, to bring more people in, so more life come in to avoid death in hell. This is my mentality. Everything is about life and death. I need to save people. I need to get more people saved. Get more people stronger so they can do the work of Jesus. Get more people in. Amen. We need to do that too. And visitation is one way to show love to people. To show love, this may be visiting by having dinner. Last Saturday, I was on call. I pray God, no phone call. Pastor Dan, I invited a couple. The husband is not a believer. And rarely came to our church. The wife is one of our committed members. I invited them to Baitong, sat there, eat, and I reached out to the husband all the time, talking, talking, try to get him like Christianity. He may have a negative thinking about Christianity. The wife, I and Pastor Dan, used that situation to visit her. Because on Sunday, so many people to talk to. We visited the member and at the same time reached out to the husband. And we plan like this almost every week. We meet somebody almost every week for visitation, either at a restaurant or their home. Our, some of our members may be sick, have a surgery. We think about them, we call, we pray. I mentioned to one of our sisters here that she had surgery a few weeks ago. Her face and her name in my mind all day long for many days. So I pray for her because God loves her. I cannot visit her because I'm a man. I cannot visit a woman by myself. God love and care for her that God brought her name to me all the time and pray for her healing. God visit her through Pasada and through me. Visitation. Galatians chapter 2 verses 6 to 7. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, Abounding in it with thanksgiving. Abounding means more than enough. Abounding in faith and in what you have been taught. Paul, the second way he pastor people or shepherd people is teaching. He makes sure that the disciple in his generation are grounded in the word of God. It's so important to be crowded in the Word of God. That's the reason why we produce MP3, video, all this thing to have the library to teach. We produce books and lessons. Actually, this week I plan to write an, another new Kakup lesson. I already have in my mind what I'm going to write. I want to produce written lesson, PDF file. Give to the leaders. Share with people. I try to produce German lesson right now, which is very struggling because I have no one helping me that much in the world. I have to beg these people, beg that people to translate English lesson into German. I produce a lot of lesson in Thai and English because I see the importance of teaching. And not only I teach, but I pass the lesson to all of the leaders so that they can teach their own chief or their own care group. Teaching is important. Nowadays, the devil works so hard, as I mentioned, in the internet. There's so many weird teaching out there that if your members don't know, 
the right doctrine, they're going to be deceived easily. If people know the right thing, it's difficult to deceive them. So teaching is important. If you are not a teacher like me, very simple. You can talk to some of your brothers and sisters who are weaker than you or younger than you. Why don't we do this? Why don't we go through a series together? You and I will listen or read. Maybe each week we read James chapter 1 and then come back and discuss. And not only that, one more homework. We listen to this series, The Honor of God. You listen to one city, I listen to one city, and come back on Sunday. Let's discuss for 15 minutes what we learned from that CD. This is one way to teach people by giving them the tools to study and to learn the Word of God. Or if you are a good teacher, you can teach yourself as well. You use all kinds of tools to educate people in the Word of God. Amen? Visiting, teaching. Basic. In fact, I want to express my heart broken feeling to you right now that uh, as a pastor, I noticed one thing. Many people in the world are trying to do big ministry. But after they've started the big ministry, they run out and run the race and keep running, try to do orphanage or whatever, feeding the poor or school. They keep running, running, but they miss the basic. That's why I mentioned on last Sunday, because my heart is so broken inside me that these people don't go to church anymore. Don't read the Bible. Keep running, do, build the ministry. Don't pray. Don't spend time with their pastor and leaders. Five years later, gone, backslid. But still do the ministry because it's a work now. That ministry become my work, my income. People donate money in. But the life with God is gone. I've seen this all over the world, not just in my church, all over the world. We must go back to the basic. Still read the Bible, learning the Bible, teaching the Bible, visiting, spending time together, fellowshipping with one another. Cannot miss all this basic at all. Amen? Okay. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. For to this end I also wrote, that I might put you to the test. Paul said, I also wrote. Not only physical visitation, not only teaching by giving homework, CD, spending time in a care group, teaching one-on-one, teaching one-to-group. Another way we can do is to send letter or email or line or Skype. In Paul's time, there were no lines and Skype and email and all kind of technology. Today, we can still write to people, send to people. How are you doing? I missed you. Are you okay? Sunday night, I finished preaching here by about 8 p.m. When I got to my room to pack my briefcase to go to the emergency room, I have an emergency surgery after church. I did not sleep almost all night on Sunday. Right away in my office, I text a member of ours who brought two guests to the church last Sunday sitting here. I text right away, how were your guests today? I wrote to him. He replied me. Number one, he feel that I care about him. Number two, he realized I care about his guests. 
the senior pastor asked about his guests. It means I look and I care. Writing, I didn't call because I don't have time. But that short text message make him know this church care for me and interested in my guests. And if I even ask the name, what are their names? So next time when they go show up on Sunday, I can call them by name. This is pastoral heart. It's not a job. It's a lifestyle of loving, caring for people. It's not a duty, a job description. This is not a job, even though it's a job description, if you are hired to do the job. But it's more than job description. It's a lifestyle of caring, loving, think, wisdom. What can I do to make all the members to love God, to feel special, to feel loved? How can I help them to be evangelistic? How can we help their friend to stay in the church? Jesus said, the zeal for the house of God is burning in my heart. The zeal in the book of Psalm and in the New Testament say the same thing. The zeal for the house of God is burning in my heart about the life of people, about the life and death, the welfare of people. I cannot do that to everybody. Especially lately, I have to admit to you, I cannot do it to women at all. I don't want to call any woman. I don't want to email woman because I don't want to get into trouble by contacting women myself. I try to avoid, I ask Pastor Dad to do it. I try to reach out to men. But it doesn't mean I don't care about ladies in the church. I still care, but I try to avoid that kind of relationship. I just want to pass this spirit to you. The love and the care for the members. Visiting, writing, teaching the word of God. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 1 to 3. Therefore, when we could no longer endure it, we thought it good to be left in Athens alone and sent Timothy, our brother and minister of God and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ to establish you and encourage you concerning your faith. But no one should be shaken by these afflictions for you yourself. Know that we are appointed to this. Paul visit people himself. He go back. That's the reason why I travel to Europe two times a year. That's the reason why I travel to Thailand three times a year. Not because I love to be on the airplane. I don't like it at all. But I need to visit. Like Paul. Go back to visit. Back home. Visit. Come back. If I don't do that, the work of God in Thailand may go downhill. The hate man need to show up and pump people up three times a year. I need to, the hate man need to show up in Europe pump people up, lay hand, stir them up two times a year. Visitation. You go visit somebody, you stir them up, you still love Jesus, let's love you, let's pray. You stir people up, not to go and just hang out to watch movies. It's about encouraging you in the faith. Help them to, hey, still love Jesus. Are you still banana for Jesus? Or are you backsliding? You used to love God and People need to be on fire all the time. If you don't stir them up, they're going to go downhill. People need to be stirred up. Amen? Amen. So teaching, visiting, send letters, send emails, send lies, send Skype. Not only really that, sending your team to visit. 
if you cannot go yourself for a woman, I send Pasada to visit. And if I know somebody in the care group that need help, and I find out that that person need help and no one visit, you're gonna get my email, and I'm gonna ask you, could you please make sure that person is taken care of? Amen. Somebody need to visit. Somebody need to go and encourage that person. If you cannot do it yourself, somebody need to do it. Amen. I just got the Skype from Thailand. One of our senior pastor there just went to two cities in the past two days, three days, to visit churches and come back with a good report. They travel. These people are so sacrificial. Travel, visiting, storing people up. It's like a book of Acts. All of this in the book of Acts. What I read now, the early church time. Can we bring the early church time back to our generation? People on fire, visiting, loving. Acts chapter 15, 37 to 38. Acts 15, 37 to 38. Now Barnabas was determined to take with them John called Mark. But Paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. Acts 16, 2 and 3. Was well spoken of by the brethren who were at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted to have him go on with him. And he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in that region. For they all knew that his father was Greek. We can see here that Paul and Barnabas work with the team. If you cannot go visit people by yourself, go with the team. Bring in your co-worker in the same care group. Visiting together. Amen? Teamwork. Maybe on Sunday, somebody sitting there eating lunch by himself, you will bring another person with you and visit together. Sit down together. Minister together. Reach out to the new people. Reach out to the weak. Reach out to the heartbroken people. New people. All the time. Helping the members to grow. You can ask somebody in your team to look after a member and you and another person go and visit the new people who come. Work as a team like this. Think like an army, like a soldier. How can I reach out to as many as I can to Jesus Christ? Amen? Be on fire. Thinking about souls. I know in the U.S. we are so bombarded by heavy work, by a lot of responsibility. And sometimes we forget about the kingdom of God. Stir yourself every day that I have only one life to live. My main job is to expand the kingdom of God. It's not just to make a living, making money. My main job is about souls. I want to bring as many souls to Jesus as I can. I want to see more new faces in the church. New souls to save in the church. Let's work together to reach out to new people. Amen. Working together as a team. See more people saved. Don't let yourself become lukewarm. 
stir yourself up all the time. Are you on fire? Are you hot for God? Are you building the church? Are you building your own house? The book of Haggai, God remind people, your guy build your own house, but let my house stay ruined. What are you doing? We need to build the house of God together. Amen. I think I need to become more apostolic in this church instead of being a pastor. I need to really stir people up on Sunday. Last Sunday I preached like apostle. You know that. I was not preaching as a pastor. I was preaching like an apostle. Like, hey, wake up, be a soldier, commit. That is apostle work. I need to stir people up now because otherwise people are going to stay lukewarm. We need to wake up, living for Jesus Christ. God sent the pastor to stir you up. Amen. <laughs> so, pastoral work today. We continue next time. Today we learn about. Number one, Jesus said, "You love me. Take care of my sheep." Two, visitation. Three, make sure the sheep get the word of God. Three, sending letter, email, or any message to encourage people. Text message. Four, sending your team members to visit or to encourage if you don't have time or you busy. Four. Go with your trustworthy team members to do the work together, to visit, to evangelize together. Kingdom mindset, kingdom oriented lifestyle, building the kingdom of God. Don't forget, we live for the kingdom. We are not just living for our job and our home. Our main job on earth is to build the kingdom of God. Burning in your heart, souls. More people save, more people grow up, more people become mature, more people bless. Soul, stir yourself up all the time. Amen. Let us pray, Father. We thank you so much for reminding your servant in this house to live for the kingdom, to love your people, to be your representative, and take care of your sheep. On earth here, you see this so important, Lord, that you asked Peter three times, Peter, do you love me? Take care of my sheep. It means that this lifestyle of taking care of people is so important in your heart. We want to take care of your people for you, Lord. Oh Lord, help this church not to be lukewarm, not to go downhill. Not to be backsliding, but we're going to move forward and on fire for the kingdom. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.